Amen. Well, I too want to express my appreciation as well for your gifts towards us as pastors. God bless each one of you. A man stood before the judge, and the judge asked him, what are you being accused of? He said, your honor, I'm being accused of shopping too early, getting my Christmas shopping done too early. The judge looked at him and said, how could that be a crime? That's actually a good thing. He says, I agree with you, but apparently you're not supposed to start your shopping until the stores are open. (laughs) If you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 2. Matthew chapter 2, we read the account of the visit of the Magi, and so Matthew chapter 2, starting from verse 1, and if you are able to, would you stand as we read God's word? After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. When Herod called the Magi secretly, then found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Let us pray. Father, indeed, we thank you for this season of Christmas. We thank you, Lord, that indeed you are the reason that we celebrate. And so, Father, we pray that you would open up our hearts and our minds to hear from you and help us, Lord, to be obedient as we respond. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Feel free to be seated. The Magi were in Persia, and they were almost exactly what the Levites were in Israel, They were men of holiness and of wisdom. These men were skilled in philosophy, in medicine, and natural science. And in this passage that we just read, we see that after Jesus was born, these magi who were from the east came to Jerusalem. The magi are also referred to as wise men or 
as kings, we read. And so as we read what these wise men have done, I encourage us this morning to be like the wise men. And there are some different ways that I want to encourage us to be like the wise men. And the first is this. Be like the wise men and make it a priority to worship Jesus. Make it a priority to worship Jesus. In the first two verses, we're told of how these wise men, these magi, came and they came with the intention of worshiping Jesus. They saw the star and they purposely and intently came with the thought of worshiping Jesus. They wanted to worship him, this king who was born. They made it their top priority, their mission to go and to worship him. Jesus' birth was prophesied years before, and they sought to worship this Messiah who had been talked about for years upon years. When they saw the star, they went and they worshiped him. And I commend you for being here this morning worshiping the Lord together with us. But you see, when we come into God's house and when we worship him, it's a wonderful thing. But worship does not only happen at church. Worship doesn't only happen when we come into God's house, when we sing songs. It happens day in and day out. You see, worship is a lifestyle. It's the way we live. It's the way we conduct ourselves. It's the way we treat others. It's everything that we do. And in everything that we do, we should strive to worship the Lord. We should make it a priority to worship him. We worship God by singing and praising, by reading his words. We worship him by praying, by the way we speak, by the places that we go, by the lifestyle that we choose, by our actions, by volunteering in certain ministries, by tithing and giving financially. Our life should reflect the glory of God. We should choose to worship him. Understand this. That we read that these wise men, that these magi, they see the star and they decide they're going to go and follow this star until it leads them to the place where Jesus was. And it's easy for us to read that. But it's important for us to understand that this journey that the wise men were on was not an easy one. It was a long journey. It was a strenuous journey. And on this journey, it would have taken a lot of time. They would have experienced a lot of difficulties, whether it be with uh, the weather conditions, with thieves who were on the road, with wild animals, with different experiences that they would have gone through. It would not have been convenient and easy for them, yet they still decided that they were going to go. You see, many times in our life, worshiping God may not be convenient. It may not be easy, but we are still to make him our top priority, to worship him. Waking up on a Sunday morning may not be convenient, may not be easy, especially when you were out the night before. 
but make it a top priority to worship the Lord. Tithing and giving financially to the church may not be easy. It may not be convenient, but make it a top priority to do it by worshiping the Lord. Opening your Bible and reading or praying to the Lord may not be convenient. It may not be easy. There are a lot of other things that you may want to do in that time, but make it a top priority to worship the Lord. Even when it's not convenient, may you choose to worship the Lord. Amen? The wise men went out of their way. Why? Because they realized that Jesus was born a king. Not that he would become a king, but that he was born a king. We are to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords in every aspect of our lives. I also challenge you to be like the wise men in number two, to seek the Lord first above all else. To seek the Lord first in verse nine and 10 says, after they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star that they had seen when it rose over them went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. These wise men, these magi, they set out to seek after the king. They went to seek Jesus. And in this day and age, there are many different things and people that we may choose to seek after. There are many different things that we in our own lives may seek after, whether that be money or career or fame or our friends and our family, sinful pleasures or worldly pleasures, whatever it may be. There are so many things that we may run after and seek after. But like these wise men, may we choose to seek the Lord first above all else, to seek him first. God wants us to seek him, seek him for every area in our lives, seek him for his plan and his purpose. The Bible tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. What that means is that when we seek God and when we look to him first and make him a priority and put him first above all else, then everything else else in our lives will fall into place when we put God first. And I'm sure that you have seen that in different ways in your own life. But God wants us to seek him first. And maybe this Christmas and going into this new year, maybe there are different things that you need to seek after the Lord for. Maybe that is seeking for healing or a health need that you have. Maybe you need to seek the Lord for direction in a major decision that you need to make. Maybe it's seeking the Lord for the right husband or wife that you should marry. Maybe it's to grow more spiritually and really study God's word. Maybe you need to seek the Lord for the right career path or job opportunity. Maybe you need to seek him for a son, daughter, grandchild, niece, nephew, someone who has walked away from the Lord and you need to seek him for that. Maybe you need to seek the Lord for victory over an addiction or something that has happened 
held you back from relationship with God. Maybe you need to ask him to help restore or to mend a broken relationship. Or simply, maybe you just need to seek him for his will for your life. Whatever it may be, he wants us to seek him. First Chronicles chapter 16 verse 11 tells us, seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face continually. Not once in a while, not once a year, but continually seek the Lord and look to him first. No matter what it is that we're seeking from the Lord or we're asking, remember that Jesus says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. And this Christmas and in this new year, may we truly seek the Lord first above all else. The wise men on coming to the house in verse 11, said the, it says that they saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshiped him. They opened up their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, These wise men came not just to worship the Lord. They didn't just go out of their way to worship him, but they came bringing gifts. And like these wise men, may we give the Lord our very best. May we give the Lord our very best. And that's point number three this morning. Give the Lord your very best in every area of your life. Three little boys were in a Christmas play, and they were the wise men. They were the magi. And so they were, when their turn came, were to step forward and present their gifts to baby Jesus. Well, the first boy stepped forward, and he said, gold. The second boy stepped forward, and he said, myrrh. And then the third boy, he was ready, and he stepped forward, and he said, here, Frank sent this. (laughs) (laughs) These wise men not only sought after Jesus, but they came presenting their gifts to him, giving him their very best. They gave Jesus gifts that were very significant. And maybe you never thought of the significance of these gifts, but look at this. The gold is the gift of a king. Jesus was born man to be born to be king. He was to reign not by force, but by love. And he was to rule over human hearts, not from a throne, but from a cross. And he was given the gift of gold, knowing that he was king of kings. Frankincense, a gift that was for a priest. It was, the temp- it was in the temple and worship that the temple sacrifices was that of sweet perfume and of frankincense. It was used. The function of a priest was to open the way to God for men and for women. And that is exactly what Jesus came to do. He opened our way to God. He made it possible for us to enter into the very presence of God and to have relationship with him. He was given the gift of frankincense. The third gift, the gift of myrrh is the gift for the one who is to die. Myrrh was used to embalm the bodies of the dead. Jesus came into the world to die, 
to save us from the consequences of our sin. These were the gifts of the wise men. It was not by coincidence that they gave these gifts, but they gave their very best being led. And even from his cradle, it foretold that he was to be the true king, the ruler, the perfect high priest for us to be reconciled to God, and in the end, the supreme savior of the world. This is what these gifts represent. So this season, I challenge you to give the Lord your very best in every area of your life. Maybe in giving the Lord your very best, that is giving him the beginning of your day and spending time with him when you wake up in the morning or the best part of your day. Maybe in giving the Lord your very best, it's beginning to tithe at least a tenth of your income by giving regularly to the work of the Lord. Maybe it's making a commitment to helping in a different uh, ministry or area in the church. Maybe in giving your very best, it's using your time and your talent in a certain way, in a certain area or ministry. Maybe in giving the Lord your very best this Christmas and New Year, it's simply giving him your heart and your life and making a decision to follow Jesus. You see, we are to give him our very best, not only because he deserves it, but think of this, God held nothing back when he gave us his very best in his son Jesus, and he wants the same for us. He wants the same from us to give him our very best. God demonstrates his own love towards us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He gave his very best. And the last and fourth point of how we should be like the wise men is be open and obedient when the Lord speaks to you. Be open and obedient when the Lord speaks to you. In verse 12, it tells us, and having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. King Herod had told these magi, after you go and you find baby Jesus and you worship him, send word to me or come back and tell me where he is because I I want to come and worship him. Now, for those of you who understand the context, you know that King Herod was jealous and was the only one who wanted to be worshipped. And he had no intention of going to worship baby Jesus, but instead wanted to know his location so that he could have him killed. And so these magi were warned in a dream not to go back, that this would be dangerous, that they should not do it. And instead of them just shrugging it off and thinking maybe it's just nothing, they were obedient and went on a different route to go back to their country. You see, the Lord speaks to us in different ways. There are many different ways that the Lord may speak to you and he may speak to me. It could be through a sermon. It could be through a song, through a particular scripture. It could be through a person that he chooses to speak to you through. It could be in the spirit or through a dream. And there are some times where we may be unsure of when God is speaking to us. How many of you are sometimes unsure? 
You may be unsure. And you know how we can be sure how God is speaking to us? Because he doesn't just tell us once, but he confirms it in different ways. And in order for him to be able to confirm that to us, we need to be open to hearing from the Lord. We need to be open to his spirit moving in our lives in different ways. And so this Christmas and in this new year, may you be open and obedient to the Lord when he speaks to you, when he moves in your life, when he tells you it's time to do this, or it's time to end this, or it's time to go here or stay there. May we truly be obedient to the Lord, however he moves, however he speaks. And it could be this new year, he's leading you to to volunteer in a particular ministry, to join a Bible study or small group, to mentor a child or a teenager. It could be that he may be leading you to give to a needy family that you know is in need or to befriend a family or a person who is a newcomer to Canada. Maybe the Lord is uh, leading you to respond to a call, whether that is to be a pastor or a missionary or an evangelist. Whatever it may be, may we be willing to be open and obedient to however the Lord may speak to us. You see, these wise men were wise, for they worshiped Jesus, who was and is and will always be the true King of kings and Lord of lords. And with them, we can hail his arrival, the God of creation. We can worship this infant king, this infant God who has come to save us from our sins, who has come to rescue us, who has come and who has, bo has been born in such a humble way, but he is the King of kings, and we can be thankful. This Christmas and this new year, May you make it a priority to worship Jesus. May you seek the Lord first above all else. May you give the Lord your very best and may you be open and obedient to when the Lord speaks to you. Jesus came not to a throne, but to a major. He lived not as a king, but as a servant. He chose not a kingdom, but a cross. He gave not just a little, but everything. Let us pray. Father, indeed, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for sending your son, Jesus. And this Christmas, may we truly, in the midst of all the celebrations and everything going on, truly look towards you and to know that you are the reason that we celebrate. You are the Christ of Christmas. You are the reason that we can celebrate and rejoice. And we thank you for sending your son. And indeed, Lord, we worship you for who you are and we give you praise and thanks. May you speak to your people today and may you help us in this season and in this new year to come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you.